Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. The following is the replay from Sunday night's live call-in show. It was you, me, and Scotty G, where we had the news at the top of the show. How about some cast member celebrations coming this summer? Well done, Disney. We're excited for that. Some merchandise for the 50th celebration for our golfers out there and a few other news stories to talk about. And then we take your calls. We get some great trip reports. We talk about a review of Coronado Springs. Lister Jennifer calls in from her trip just this past week, talks about four seasons and staying at uh, Disney's all-star sports and gives us an update over there. This and much more coming your way on today's show. Don't forget today's podcast always brought to you by the magic for less travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. Their agents are standing by right now to get you the best deal possible on that next Disney vacation. But most importantly, make that the most magical vacation ever. Check them out today over at the magic for less. Com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does support the show. It helps us out a ton. If you could just please click through BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You guys are the heart and soul of our podcast. You support everything we do, and we could not do it without you. If you'd like to support the show, come on over because you get Mike in the Midwest, a bonus podcast every week. Just drop on by Patreon.com. Slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Well, hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Be Our Guest Podcast live call-in show. It's you, me, and Scotty G here on a Sunday night. It is Easter Sunday. Uh, Sunday night, April 17th, 2022. Hope you had a wonderful Easter here with your friends and family. I'll tell you what, here in St. Louis, Missouri, in St. Peter's, you picture Easter and you have all these plans. Weeks out, we always have the family over. We had 17 folks over today. Thinking it's going to be beautiful. You know, you're going to have some people out on the deck. You're going to play some wiffle ball. You're going to hide some Easter eggs. No, we had sleet <laughs> bouncing off our deck. It is freezing here. I just had the fireplace on in the studio just a minute ago, so... Picture Christmas Eve kind of weather, but it's Easter. But hey, we had some good food, great family, and had a good time. And we're wrapping up here with some fun Disney talk with our friends here on Facebook and YouTube. And speaking of friends, my great friend is here with us. It's you, me, and Scotty G. We're headed up to the Mitten, where I bet it was even colder than here in Missouri today for Easter. Scott, what is going on? Happy Easter to you and the fam. Thanks, Mike. Happy Easter to you. Yeah, it was cold, but the sun was shining. That's a big thing for me, Mike. Like, <laughs> yeah. we don't get many sunny days in Michigan. We do in the summer, but like outside of the summer, not so much. So, I actually braved the weather though and went disc golfing with my dad and brother. So we got a couple rounds of disc golf, not real golf. We threw the frisbee around. Um, it was warm enough for that. We had to wear coats. It felt kind of weird, but um, but we stayed warm enough by walking and staying loose. So it was it was a good Sunday disc golf is an underrated sport i used to play this a lot probably 20 years ago we had because i mean for one thing this was like when i was in college well, probably when i was in college i played a lot because a it was free right and the thing right. was i had like one or two discs and then you would find a couple on the course every now and then so i ended up having like four or five or six got find random ones and it was a good you know like instead of walking i mean you're walking through the course you get walking but you're throwing discs and having a good time like it's kind yeah. of an underrated sport. I don't I'm know. I'm going to be sore tomorrow. Yeah. I promise you that. Yeah, My right yeah, arm right, is going to be right, hurting. Right, right. <laughs> and I play disc golf right-handed, even though I'm a left-handed person. And yeah. everything else, it's weird. I, I Another thing too, it hurts your shoulder. Like my right shoulder is hurting today. 
But I tell you, We're like old. real golf, I'm terrible at it. I see dudes on the course, like almost like the the term is park. Like if you throw a good disc right by the hole, it's called a park. I see guys parking them from the tee constantly, and like it takes me three to get up there to the basket. But it's a lot of fun to get some fresh air. And to your point, Mike. It's free. The discs <laughs> will cost money, like you know. The, and if you want to get some of the top line, there's some discs discs that are better than others. But uh, you're right, man. You can just walk up to a park and play for free, right. which is nice. And that is my speed, right? And you're less likely to lose your discs. Where if I when we played Lake Buena Vista Golf Course or we've played uh, the Magnolia at Walt Disney World, yeah. I mean a dozen balls. I mean I could just take them yeah. and just dump them. Oh, I've lost place. discs though. I. <laughs> There's a, there's a funny story last summer, but this is when my dad and brother started picking it up. So I started joining them. We played a course in Holt, Michigan, which is basically here in Lansing. And there's some water on the course. And my my brother throws a disc in the water, but you can see it like floating on top. So I was like, we can just grab a disc or no, a stick and like pull that thing oh, in. God. So just picture like someone holding onto my arm and I'm stretched <laughs> out with a, with a stick trying yep. to pull another one. And I fell in, I yep. promise you, it's I fell sitcom. in the water. It's it a gross. It's a sitcom. Totally a sitcom. Nice. <laughs> All right. So let's hit some Disney news real quick. I'll hit you with some stories, get your feedback. So we found out this week, the Starbucks in Epcot is getting ready to close. The one that we've been using here for the past three to four years over there past uh, kind of between Canada and the imagination pavilion, but, I mean, obviously that means that the uh, One at Connections Cafe is imminently opening. Because, I mean, can we have people in Epcot without Starbucks? Is that possible? Can't. I can't. No, you can't. Um, I mean, there's Joffrey's, which is good. But um, that little pop-up stand, I've spent many, <laughs> many an hour waiting in that line. Because it is always super long. There. I don't know what it is about that specific location. But, yeah, it's a long one. So it would be nice to have a proper Starbucks inside the Connections Cafe. That would be awesome. Let me ask you real quick, what do you think of what we've seen so far with Connections Cafe in general? Because we've seen some kind of basic looking food items. I mean, they, they're not like super fancy, which I think is fine because if you want fancy, go back into World Showcase. You're going to have Starbucks. It's got to be kind of huge in there, I would imagine, with kind of all this combined together. What, what were your thoughts on? Uh, we haven't seen it, obviously, yet, but what do you think? So I might lose my Disney card here. So I was down there on spring break when they broke like the news about the menu and such. And I have not looked at it yet. Um, so that'll be my homework assignment after the show. I have heard from you. I've heard from Beth. I heard some, from, from some others that it looks like it's going to be a pretty solid menu, um, which will be awesome. But yeah, just the, that space and the seating is going to be really nice. And honestly, when they, when they announced that went around spring break, they actually kind of opened up that path a little bit at Epcot, which made it a lot easier for exiting. It took one less detour around for future world, which was a, a huge benefit for us. Yep. We're going to get that here soon. So that'll be nice to have, uh, you know, you have, you'll have uh, sunshine seasons over there in the land, but yeah. now you have a new hot place to eat over again in future world. So that'll be nice. Another uh, news story that broke this past week, probably not to most people. We were talking dis uh, we were talking disc golf a minute ago, but for the golfers down at Walt Disney World, there is a 50th. We're going to talk about this in just a second with listener Greg's question uh, that we're going to hit. But uh, a golf towel that gets in on the 50th anniversary. Golfers, you know, this is something you could dangle from your bag to kind of celebrate 50 years of Walt Disney World to show that you, you know, golfed at Walt Disney World. And I know you saw that you saw this and you were uh, kind of bummed that you took off right before this was. Oh, uh, I released. took off right before it and I was saying at saratoga i played golf while i was down there and i'm not i'm not due back till august I'm like it's 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 a long break for me um so either i'm gonna have to book an air trip to get down there because you know i think about august like my golf season's almost over here in michigan by then so i, I gotta get 
I had to have a friend of the show or someone find uh, hit the hit the clubhouse and get this merchandise. But yeah, it looks awesome. My golf bag is decked out with the Mickey head covers, the Tigger, the Mini. Uh, why not add some golf towels and golf balls to celebrate the fiftieth? Is a fifty dollar awesome. towel though like crazy for? But I mean, I guess everything. It kind of is. It kind of is crazy. That, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I normally have like the generic black twenty dollar towel. <laughs> you know. I wouldn't um, even want, I guess you maybe with that one, maybe you don't really wipe your clubs with it, right? It's just, it's just for looks. Maybe yeah, it's just for one. looks. Yeah, yeah, that's what I but then saying. you got to be careful. Like if you're, you see this a lot in Michigan, you know, because of rain, but if your cart is like stuck in the mud somewhere on it's a golf course, because, you know, we don't do car path only at every course, um, you get stuck, the tires start spinning, mud starts flying everywhere, then your white towel is ruined. <laughs> so, well, you can wash it. Well, at least it's a blue towel too. It's got that. Is it blue? I, I can't yeah, even remember yeah, what it looks like. It's blue yeah. with kind of a silver Walt Disney World 50th okay. logo, so it's pretty nice. I got to get my hands on it. Yeah, you do. I, awesome. That's why the first thing I was saying because you got you got the head covers. I mean, it, Scott's got you know like a Tigger head cover. You, that, that's your your golf bugs tricked yeah. out, so it's really cool. Okay, so last uh, story I want to talk about. I, this is kind of the biggest story I wanted to uh, talk about because I think it's pretty cool. If you've been following, I follow a lot of cast members on Twitter, you know, and and one of the frustrations I think there's a lot of frustrations right now with a lot of people, um, but especially cast members. But the thing is, is I see that a lot of cast members are getting blocked out from going into the parks. And I would think that if I was working at Walt Disney world, one of the biggest perks, cause you're not making a ton of money in most roles, but one of the biggest perks is that you get to play where you make the magic for the other guests. You know, like if you're not working on a Monday, it'd be nice to be able to go into the magic kingdom and spend some hours riding the people mover, going to see carousel of progress. Cause likely you're a big Disney fan. So a lot of folks can't get in. And one of the things that was announced this past week was cast member iridescent evenings that are going to come this summer to, to the Walt Disney World Resort, which is basically kind of like evening extra magic hours, but just for cast members. And I think this is brilliant because it's a way that maybe you can take a park that is closed. Uh, you know, you're not the way I see it. And I haven't given a ton of details on this and I don't know that they will because it's for cast members, but you take a park that, that isn't going to be used that night anyway, for the general public, it's not going to be for an after hours event. It was just going to be closed and open that up to cast members and give them an opportunity to play with short lines and, you know, make them feel special, which I think you should. So I saw this and I think that's a win-win. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, I just worry about cast members that might have an early morning the next day, <laughs> right? That's true. Because it kind of forces <laughs> like those longer night hours. But yeah, um, I think it's a huge win, and I'm not mad about that at all. Like I, I'm, I wish they would do more of this stuff for their cast members, and this is a step in the right direction for sure. Absolutely. So you know, it's a, it's a creative way to solve a problem, and I, you yeah. know, because I, I wouldn't have thought of that, and uh, but I think it would, it goes a long way with because I think you know sometimes. It, it, Again, you get on Twitter, and I think sometimes you hear kind of the the, the extremes, you know, with anything, with especially with sports, right? I mean, oh, you know, my reliever is the worst reliever in the history of baseball for your baseball team, and it's not. You know, like he blew one save. Like it, it, everything is extreme on Twitter, but the thing is, I think this is a goodwill gesture. Like, you know, cast members, if you get an exclusive time, say, at studios from, say, like 11 p.m. to 2 a.m., I mean, how rocking would that be? I mean, because they're going to feel, you know, cast members have their own language, you know, because they 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 work there. And I mean, I think that would just be, you know, they don't have to worry about the the norms, you know, folks like us that are not, you know, the general public people. I I could imagine it'd be a heck of a party. That'd be fun. Yeah. And honestly, I don't know if I want to be around a party with like a whole (laughs) bunch of like hyped up cast members either. (laughs) Right, right. 
it's a it's a win win for sure. Um, very excited about that. Um, I believe uh, Jeff Valley uh, announced that this week, so that was that was some good good news coming out. Absolutely. And uh, in the live chat, Tammy's asking where you can get those Tigger head covers, and you can get those at all the pro shops, right at the golf. Oh, uh, so I got some bad oh, news no, for no, Tammy, no, unfortunately, on the Tigger one. So I'm a huge Tigger fan, and um, I saw it last summer, and I asked him about that. And here's the I'll try to make it a short story, but Tigger is not a licensed. Um, Disney golf character, like, like Mickey and Minnie, uh, grumpy Pinocchio is one, which is kind of random and Chip and Dale are kind of like their main characters. Um, there was a printing issue. They made a mistake. They made some head covers with Tigger by accident. They had a very small amount of them. And, um, so I made sure I got one <laughs> because I love Tigger. So I think there's like 150 total that they made. So unfortunately they are all gone. So you have to, you have to talk to Scott. <laughs> you have to yeah. Go behind Scott. Because who knows? I might have, they might all be in this drawer over here because I may have bought all 150. Or or play around behind Scott and hope he leaves his head cover like yeah, you know, the tee box. Because I used to do that when I played with my grandpa. He gets so mad because I'd leave a head cover. You know, we have to, yeah. I remember because we walked. Like we'd have to walk back four holes because I left my head cover. Oh my gosh, I remember that back in the day. Okay, so question for the night. Here's a question that I got. From listener Greg. Now, listener Greg wrote me this week because I, uh, Mike, Mike in the Midwest, I did a show this week, kind of just talking about how we were the day I recorded it, we were supposed to have these just wicked storms in Missouri, like to the point that they let out school districts. Some school districts canceled, didn't even have school. Like we do this for snow days sometimes. This is the first time I ever remember it for like a spring storm, like a, like a thunderstorm. So some school districts didn't have school that day. Some were having, you know, we're getting emails from Mallory school, Pam school. Like we're watching the weather. We'll dismiss early or we'll keep your kids till six till it all passes. Pam's district was going to keep the kids late. She was fired up. Let me just tell you, she's like, wait, what? I got to stay until it goes by. No. So she was mad. So I, I was just talking about how I've always loved weather. I, I would love to be a weather person. And so he was listening to Mike in the Midwest. I talked about that. He let me know he works for the National Weather Service, like way high up. And he's one of the people who determines when a severe thunderstorm warning goes out, when those alerts go out to our phones, the push alerts, when your phone goes crazy. He's one of the people that makes that determination that that happens. That's and pretty so, cool. I know, tell, tell me about it, dude. That's some power right there. That's pretty awesome. But I mean, it's also a big responsibility. So I yes, thought that was super cool. So he's going to Walt Disney World. Um, a little bit later, and he had a question about merchandise and I'm, you know, you're more of a merch guy than I am, but our audience really is. And I wanted folks, maybe if you could call in or even in the chat here, give us some feedback. And here's what his question said in the email said, I have a quick question. I wanted to get your take on something. And certainly he says different strokes for different folks, but in terms of the 50th merchandise, I'm contemplating what would be a good representative memento to buy and take back when we're there in early June, based on your early, sorry, based on your recent trips, is there anything cups, shirts, keychains, whatever, that would be a good kind of, we were there memento, something that just really called out your name with the 50th castle logo and everything. Just trying to get some ideas. Thanks in advance for that. Also, what are your favorite treats at the moment? Although they seem to change, switch out every couple of weeks. Okay, so those are the two questions I wanted to throw out there for the listeners. But Scott, like what in the merchandise have you seen? You know, maybe something yeah. that's bigger, something that's relatively cheap that you think is kind of like I was there, you know, at that point in time. So I like the I was there, like took my brain somewhere instantly. And I'm a sucker for these. They're hard to find because they're sold out right now, as a lot of the 50th kind of related merchandise is. 
but I love the Starbucks series. Like I was there, like the been there or we were there series and the artwork on these mugs are just absolutely gorgeous. Now you could do an ornament too. It doesn't have to be a mug if you're not a coffee drinker because they make ornaments of these as well. So I'm thinking, uh, cause we just got one on our last trip. We bought the Hollywood studios 50th anniversary Starbucks ornament, um, which is really cute, really adorable. So that's kind of where my brain is heading. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. That's something that definitely screams like, I, I mean, yeah. that's what the tributes to the park for the 50 years. So like, right. I mean, obviously Hollywood studios hasn't been there 50 years, Epcot or whatever. So it's more like magic kingdom has been there 50 years, but you think about the resort as a whole. So they have them for all four parks and I just, the details and like the, just how they showcase those parks on those ornaments slash mugs are just, it's brilliant. Um, so I would, I would recommend something like that. That's good. And Cause that could be both practical because you could use it to drink your coffee out of, you know, rotate yeah. it into your rotation, or you could put it in a curio cabinet, you know, just like, yeah, it, exactly. It's just something. Or you could do the ornament. If you're, if you like to decorate, you know, around the holiday season, like boom, you get an awesome ornament and then you, you get it out and you're like, Hey, remember when we were there for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney world? Boom. I like, I or like even that. like a regular 50th ornament. Like I know they have some of those. We have one, but again, I kind of started my answer off by saying like, a lot of this merchandise is there for a week and it then is, boom, it's it gone. Is. It's off the shelf. <laughs> I know this whole thing is the 50th stuff is like, it, it is hit or miss. Like, you know, I'm going down in uh you know, two weeks for cheer and something I saw over spring surprise could totally be gone because one of the things I want to get now, this really doesn't meet his kind of criteria because to me, it, it hits me where I am and it's super cheap. It's $11. And I almost got it when I was down there for spring surprise. I didn't, I don't know if you saw them, they had these at Six Flags when I was a kid, and I guess they had them at Walt Disney World at the same time. But again, I didn't go to Walt Disney World when I was a kid. It's a keychain, and it's got a it's got like a little thing where you peek into it and you hold it up to a light. Oh yeah, and it's got yeah. the picture in it. They're kind of like rectangular prisms, and yeah. so there's there's two versions of it. One one has like Mickey in front of the castle, like but it's like the 1971 version of Mickey. You know, kind of the scary looking. You know, like yeah. he's not as well rounded as <laughs> he is. Not, he's yeah. not sharp yeah, he's looking kinda, as he is now. Gives you nightmares. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's a little nightmare fuelish, but I mean, he's 1971 Mickey. So I mean, he looks very retro. So that that's something that's cheap, and it kind of reminds me like, okay, that's from the fifth. But it doesn't say 50th on it. But it it's just something that's cool. We could throw in a drawer, put in a curio yeah. cabinet. Uh, yeah. But I did get a shirt. You know, just a t-shirt that. It's that blue that they're using for the celebration. It's like the golf towel that we talked about. They're using it for a lot of the stuff. It's not really, I, I guess it's, it, it's not iridescent because it's a blue t-shirt. I mean, it doesn't shimmer or anything, but it does have, like it says, Walt Disney World in the, in the Disney font. And in the letters, it's, it's a bunch of attractions from Walt Disney World. So you can see a bunch of attractions built into the lettering. So I got that to kind of, you know, it says 50th anniversary, 50th celebration on it. So I got, you know, that's a shirt you can get to keep that because I like wearing T-shirts. Uh, that's something. So we got a lot of folks uh, chiming in here. Uh, Nurse Josh, and we're going to do a show with uh, Josh here in the future, says he got a 50th photo frame. That's a great thing, too. You know, photo frame, boom, right there. And take a picture from that trip in June. And that shows you were there, shows what the, you know, how old the kids were, how old you were, what everything looked like. You know, that day, was it raining? You know, were you there? Hopefully not. Hopefully you got a good day to get a picture, but that's a good idea right there. Rick says, oh, he's, we'll get to that in a second because we forgot that in the news. Probably the biggest story everybody's waiting on. We totally missed that. Uh, let's see. Deanna says, we get fridge magnet magnets for everywhere we go. Cheap and fun to look at every day. Yeah. And they're portable, right? You can put it on your file cabinet at work, fridge at home. You can get a couple, yep. take them back. For, yeah. There's pins too. Like I can kind of relate the pins to the magnets. There's some 50th anniversary pins. Um, that are good too. 
Good tips. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Carolyn says, I would buy something I could wear all the time. I wear my keys at work, and I would get a 50th lanyard. Yeah, back when I was a teacher, lanyards were huge for me because you had to have it on every day. And every and the thing is, with a lanyard, I don't know. Do you have to wear lanyards when you go into the office? Do you have to wear ID no. or anything? No. I mean, I have an ID, but it's, like, clipped to, like, my waist. Okay. So the one thing about a lander that I notice is, like, it's always a conversation starter. If you don't wear, like, the one that the school district gives you, you know, like, just the string. You know, I'd always wear, like, a Disney one or a Space Camp one. And, I mean, it was always a conversation starter. So that would be something. Yeah. Good idea. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, Andrea says, my husband recently bought me a 50th anniversary puzzle which is a picture of the Magic Kingdom Park from opening day. Hey, how about, Great. yeah, because you could do that together and then maybe they have that stuff where you could, uh, you know, like, uh, I don't know if it's like glue or something, but you it's could glue, yeah. it. Yeah. Or you could do it every October 1st. Like oh, we started look and at you, it look at you. That's kind of like the ornament. Like it comes around, you know, every it comes year. Around once yeah, you, you get to yeah. remember, ah, look at you. Yeah, and Carolyn comes back with another, again, Christmas ornament or a 50th picture frame. Yeah, I love ornaments good. and I like to do that, um, talking about ornaments, magnets, and pins. Like I kind of like to tie that for just not the 50th for any visit. Um, over spring break, we stayed at pop, you know, which we stayed at like a handful of times, but Mike, they had the, um, the famous Mickey phone as an ornament, um, you know, that they have a pop century yeah. and it said like pop century resort on the bottom as a, as a Christmas ornament. Wait, so we had to buy that. Where did they, where did they wait, where did you get that? Is that pop century on our, on our spring break trip just now? Shut up. Yeah. Oh i'll take a picture i'll show you afterwards oh, okay. but like I, it was awesome dude, i'm going by and hopefully they still have it because i'm gonna because i need yeah. that that's something so, that I, I would so do. we like to do that with a trip or we buy yeah. a pin you know like the resort pin you know it's kind of fun to do so um because you know so you don't even have to do that with just the 50th anniversary you know and there's other ways no, right right and then jennifer says the coke bottle collection because you can only buy them uh uh let's see there whereas a lot of the 50th yeah. merch is on shop disney yeah and i I'm so cheap. I only bought two. So I got, I have Epcot and the one that says 50 on it. These are full of water at this point because I didn't want them to blow up my suitcase, but I figure I'll be down and maybe I could buy two more or three more on this trip. And then you might as well complete the set. I know it's a whole thing. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's that's the problem. I just bought one. I just bought the magic kingdom one. And like, I'm like, Oh dang. I know. Well, I mean, I had to buy Epcot. Epcot's like, I love Epcot. That's whole thing. You know, the, that's like, yeah, yeah, I should. I mean, they're five bucks each. You know, come on. I go, Actually, oh, it was the same price as a regular. Yeah, that's what surprised yeah, it's, me. It's the same price as the Coke bottle. Yeah, exactly. It's a Coke. I mean. So why would I not buy that one? The thing that kills me is I wish they had Coke Zero in them because I don't drink <laughs> I Coke. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> then they'd be, dude, then I'd have like 17 sets if they had uh, Coke Zero in them. Anyway, let's open up the phone lines at 314. Nope, that's not it. That would be my home phone number from wow, way back you in the day. Got the home number. I did. That was almost my home phone number from back in like 2000. Um, <laughs> the phone number is actually 407-413-9395. 407-413-9395. We do have a 314 phone number calling in, which means it's St. Louis. And if I had my guess, it's probably Jennifer, but I'm not positive. Jennifer, maybe St. Louis, who's calling? You are correct. <laughs> Good. Hey, happy Easter. How you doing? Happy Easter. We're, uh, it's funny. It's funny talking about the Coke bottles because I had to drain some of them down the, uh, down the sink. I did too. I know I did too. It was like the whole thing I told myself, like I'm buying the bottle, Mike. I'm not, cause I'm thinking I'm dumping five bucks worth of Coke down the drain, but I'm not really, I'm not, I'm buying the bottle. It's the souvenir, but it's still, I'm a, I'm a cheapie. So. Exactly. Um, no, we just got back and 
and uh, the storms that we had on Wednesday were the reason um, uh, we flew down a day early. And if people didn't know, with Southwest, you get a free change if they change any part of your itinerary. So they had changed our itinerary a couple months ago, and we never took advantage of that until uh, Monday night when we saw the storms coming. And we just said, you know what, we're going to try and get out on Tuesday night instead of Wednesday. So we left on Tuesday night. And the storms and weren't that we bad. We had a triple stay. We, we wound up staying at the Hyatt at the airport. And it was always a good spot to stay at, but it wound up being even better than um, we had in the past. And I highly recommend it, especially for people going on cruises um, that fly in late and want to use the transportation to uh, the cruise ship. I have a lot of folks doing that lately. A lot of folks do it. Actually, I just 15 minutes ago emailed with a guest who's staying there uh, next week, right before their cruise, walking right over to catch the transfers. And uh, they'll be happy to hear that. It was, it was phenomenal. We, we, uh, I was there actually doing a site visit for a work event and, um, Room service is 24-7. You, you know, the rooms look brand new, but they were actually renovated back in 2018, but they still look new. Um, so we went from there to the Four Seasons. So that was um, that was an excellent stay, as usual. But then at the end of the trip, we went to All-Star Sports. So we went from the penthouse to the outhouse. I saw, I saw that mentioned and, on uh, social media that, yeah, you, you kind of did it the wrong way. <laughs> and your daughter let you know <laughs> that uh, Jocelyn was like, what, what, do, do we have to leave and, and go to sports? <laughs> exactly. But the four seasons, uh, they couldn't give us the, my, I was there for work also, and they couldn't give us the rate. And so we're like, okay, this is on our dollar. We need to stay somewhere else. But I will say um, for anybody that may not have, seen all-star sports is not renovated so they don't have all the plugs and with disney making it um more and more required that you use devices um, they just don't have enough outlets there or even sometimes functioning outlets so folks need to make sure that um you know if they're going to need all that they're going to need to stay probably somewhere else but they did have the containers in the parking lot. So, and the staff did say, the cast members did say that the renovations are going to start this summer. So they're getting ready for that. I'm surprised. I bet you they wanted to do it during the shutdown, but maybe they just didn't have the, you know, the folks to do it. Cause I'm surprised they didn't get it done before they reopened. That's kind exactly. Of we, yeah. I was surprised too. I thought they had redone it, but they didn't. Um, and a couple things I would, make sure that folks, um, if, if reservations are sold out at, um, restaurants, make sure you check the walk up the wait time. Um, I know it's been mentioned on the show before, but we wound up uh, seeing beaches and cream with a 10 minute walk up. And so we did it and it was really just five minutes and we sat at the counter. It was pretty fascinating to watch the chef um, because you, with the walk-ups, you either sit at the counter facing the kitchen or the um, ice cream area. And that was always fun. And then uh, we also did Fantasia Gardens. And even though it's kind of not been refurbished over the years, it's it's still fun for the kids. We, or adults. We, yeah, we, say, it's fun for me. Yeah, <laughs> we were supposed to play that, actually, when we were down there. And then that, that was the day it stormed so bad in the afternoon. We were planning to 
to have the podcast meet up. So I regret that. But I, actually, I went to Beaches and Cream solo that that day when I was there, and uh, I wanted to sit at the counter, but I guess I I made an ADR that morning. So Scott and I were talking about this. I wonder if you have an ADR. They always sit you at a table, and if you do a walk-up, they always sit you at the counter. That's what Scott's theory is, and that's probably true because that's what happened to you. Because I was, I figured, you know, it was a solo. They just throw me up at the counter, and that's I'm, – I'm the kind of person, like, I like sitting at the counter everywhere. Like, I'll eat at the bar at Texas Roadhouse because I just like the action. Like, I like to see what's going – it's just entertaining to me, especially if you're by yourself. It gives you something to watch. Um, but I wonder if that is the fact. And they probably would do it if you asked. They probably would, probably, but they did yeah. say that that was for the walk-up. Yeah, it's probably the case. How are the crowds while you're down there? And do you guys use Genie Plus or do you spend much time in the parks or how'd that go? So because it was a work trip for me, we did afternoons in the parks and evenings. Um, we did have Genie Plus Thursday through Saturday. Um, and we just, we didn't do a lot of the park time. It, it was, um, we, we probably didn't need it, but it was busy. Um, and to do the rides at, she wanted to do like Slinky Dog yesterday, you had to have it unless you did the early morning. Yesterday, we could have done the early morning and it would have been a walk on for everything, but we just, she didn't want to get up. So we just did uh, did the lightning lane for that. Um, it, that's the big thing is staying on the property and taking advantage of the early morning. If you can, we, we just couldn't because my mornings were, were working. Very nice. So four seasons, though, I've never been there. I've never been on property there. Like what's, I mean, obviously it's super nice, but you know, give us, give us a glimpse behind the curtain over there. Was that pretty sharp? It It is. It's um, the service is just phenomenal. It's, it's beyond Disney service. It's you, you have two services a day, you know, there's no change in housekeeping. It's full housekeeping and evening turn down the, um, Water features are better than anything Disney has. Even Yacht and Beach Club, the they have a very nice lazy river. Um, there's even a mini slide for the babies, for the little ones. Um, and then there's two huge water slides. There's ping pong and all sorts of sports activities. And then the other thing for golfers is there's a really nice golf course, Tranquilo, and it's exclusive to um, the, the Four Seasons guests and members. And prior to, I think, 2019, it was open to the public, but they turned to a membership club. So if you stay there, you can golf there. And it's just it's phenomenally done um, if you're a golfer. And then um, the rooms are just they're the largest on all of Disney property for standard, standard size rooms. Um, I mean, you even have a wine machine in your room if you have a park view room. <laughs> nice. It's uh, it's just it's really well done, and the service is you know over the top. Um, there were there were four celebrities staying there while we were there. They of course can't tell you, and then they also had the character breakfast. Um, so it's Goofy, um, Minnie, and Mickey in uh, golf attire, and you get free pictures with that, free downloads. And then you can take your own photos and they're bringing back a buffet. It used to be a really well done buffet, but they've um, stopped that, but they are bringing it back soon from what I understand. Very cool. Well, that's a great review. I mean, that's, that's a great a, rundown. Yeah, totally. and, <laughs> I mean, that's that'd be great for Scott. He's a golfer and that'd be a great chance to get in on a course. I almost see the golf before. characters. Like that. Yeah, exactly. That too. Yeah. 
totally. Well, Jennifer, it, thanks so much. It was interesting. The, the other thing, too, is they have a Disney planning desk. So if you're staying there at the Four Seasons, you can avoid all the phone issues that you have with Disney, and you can call if you're staying there and have a confirmed reservation. You can use the Disney planning desk and have direct access to um, Disney employees who can help with tickets and all the questions you have reservations Mike, you just need to stay there when you're like working Dude, that's what i'm saying i'm uh i'm, check, I'm checking in in the morning and uh, i'll be there until uh 2024 <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um the other thing i wanted to point out though um you know don't pass up on the rare opportunities like the grand floridian and the eggs seeing the eggs and the snacks that they have there and they also have um a photo pass there that you get to hold the glass slipper, Cinderella's glass slipper. So that's kind of fun. Um, and yeah, those, those were the main things. It was, it was a neat experience. We just did a lot of different things that we didn't normally do. That is cool. I don't think they want me holding anything glass. That's expensive. I'm, I'm kind of clumsy. <laughs> that made it's me extremely classic. nervous. Didn't one of the football coaches drop the dash, that, that crystal football one time? Maybe. I remember I that, that's like yeah. or maybe I just – or we, it's just a rumor because, yeah, like, maybe. everyone has the theater dropping Yeah, because give me something that's like a glass – yeah, I'd be scared of it. No, you're – it's a good point, though, you know, while you're down there, because the, the resorts do – I mean, they do such a phenomenal job now with great experiences, and I think so many people are just like – right through that lobby don't even look i mean i guess i guess folks like us that are listening tonight do which in is, every resort um when i was down there for springtime um i was talking to some of the gals over at saratoga and they were like prepping for easter with that and this was like two weeks ago and they were just telling me like they're giving me some inside scoop on like what this resort is having this theme riverside is going to do this you know coronado is going to do that so every resort is doing like a separate theme like easter party theme like which i just think is awesome you know you cool. can just resort hop all day if, right if you can that'd be so cool to be down there to do that i mean that'd be like my dream it wouldn't yeah. cost you anything you just i mean you just you know eat lunch somewhere eat dinner somewhere else snack yeah. get a drink so when are you guys heading back you guys heading down anytime soon we um i go back in august for a work trip and then um we have cruises later this year so um, we'll, we'll be there for wine and dine for the run. Nice. I will be there. I signed up. I got all caught up in it because I don't even know why I got caught up in it, but I did. So I'll be there. Oh, you're going to be there for wine and dine. I know. I know. Cause I got caught up last year because I had to do all the last minute stuff last year. I was like, well, I figured you would, and then you didn't. And so, well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm signed I up. did not. I know. I know. And I thought <laughs> you did. And I got all confused. I know we'll figure it out. Anyway, I'll be there. Uh, who knows? Hopefully well, good I'll luck to all, all the, the lizards uh, signing up for marathon that, weekend. Yes, yeah, so that's we're going to talk about. So, are you are you signing up for that, or do you have plans? For no, Tuesday? no, good. No, Jocelyn. <laughs> uh, I think this year we're going to skip, but she went. She likes the Pluto uh, 5K logo, so she'll probably do the Pluto uh, virtual 5K virtual, and I'll do the 10K virtual. But it- we'll see you in 2024, probably Princess. Okay. She wants to do the challenge, and she'll be old enough. Yeah. It'd be fun to see her down there. Yeah. God, these kids are getting too old. Like, it's crazy that they can do all these, like, longer races now. It's crazy. Because, like, you know, Mallory's not into running. She's not. I thought she would. She did She did a 5K way back when she was little. But, like, Emily, you know, now she's doing 10 milers and yeah, half marathons. She did the and, 10K and 10 mile for springtime. Yeah. No, she doesn't and now she's yet, re- has she? She's ready to. So right? she's ready now. So, like, when we were at, like, mile, when we're getting off that last bridge, you know, as you're getting into Epcot on the 10 miler, she looked at me and she's like, 
So when, not if, when I do the the half marathon, I think I'm ready, Dad, because I can do another 3.1 right now. That's so awesome. It was pretty awesome. That is awesome. So man. it might be princess for her. We've yep. always talked about princess being her first half. That'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. Well, Jennifer, hey, thanks for the call. Thanks for the update. And uh, happy Easter to you and Jocelyn and the family. And uh, yeah, great weather we're having here, right? Wade's putting the pressure on me, Mike. Sorry to interrupt. But now he's saying it's my move for wine and dine. It is. (laughs) Thank you. Happy Easter, you guys. Avoid the sleet. All right. See you later. (laughs) See you, Jennifer. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah, Wade, uh, we empower each other. That's what we do. Man, uh, that's that's killing me a little bit. I know. Because I got all caught up in it. Dude, okay. We got our next call. But we do got to talk about that the... I'm telling you what the, the like the the you get caught up in that on Tuesday it'll be real. I'm so, I mean I always sign up for marathon, but I got caught up in the last time, and that's why I signed up. I didn't even know what I was doing. All of a sudden I was I typing in my credit card. We just said, we just said like how last Sunday how it's our least favorite. It is. Like, I don't even like that race. You we just I, dude, I got football going on. Matt are gonna be cheerleading. So you're probably just gonna dude, leave. The Cardinals okay. will probably be in the World Series. Oh my god! I'm just saying. I know there's a hundred reasons I should not run that weekend, and yet I signed up. I don't know. Anyway, caller is on the line. Who's joining us next? Please stop us from talking about bad decisions. Hello, my name is Josh Ford. I'm from Frankfort, Indiana. Hey, Josh, thanks for calling. How's uh, you having uh, miserable weather out uh, in Indiana? Because you're kind of the halfway point between uh, Scott and I. I'm sure it's not beautiful out there either for Easter. Uh, it's not been bad, actually. It's been sunny all day, so hasn't been too bad. But it's supposed to snow tonight. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, we got snow in Michigan oh coming tonight, God. too. This is wrong. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll see. You know, spring will get here eventually. It makes us we we get to appreciate Florida more when we get down there. When it's uh, Mike, I had golf like at least seven times at this point last year in Michigan. (laughs) It's just just so sad. Anyway, anyway, so what's going on, Josh? What's on your mind? Yeah, hey, so I actually emailed you. I uh, unnursed Josh on chat. Um, but I, uh, was just talking about, um, I stayed at Coronado Springs back in November. Uh, and that was an amazing hotel. Uh, was very impressed with, with how, uh, the stay went and just the, um, all the rooms were amazing and the amenities there. It was really neat. We, uh, stayed in the cabanas. Um, and we actually, when I got there, I went up to the desk, which I didn't know, I don't know if they always do this, but I went up to the desk and just said, Hey, we're here. I see our room's not ready. And they said, well, we actually don't have a room ready, but we have several others if you want to choose from it. So they gave me like a whole bunch of rooms that I could choose from. And I actually got to choose which room that I wanted to stay in, uh, which was really neat. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think they do that often or not, or if I just got I lucky. Ever, I don't think it's ever happened to me ever where they've been like, here's your choices. They're just like, they'll, they'll tell you like, you're, here's what I always get. This is, and I don't know, Scott, if you get this. Here's what I typically get. Like when my room's not ready, they're like, "Your room will be in this area, like, or like it'll be in this building." But they won't yeah. tell me like what floor, you know, well, where in the building. Yeah, the like, only time it's happened to me is when I do like an actual room request and it's taken forever, and they're like, "Well, you asked for a specific room, but if you if you want to." not wait anymore like here are the <laughs> three awesome. rooms that you can go to it's kind of what they I do i love me. that i mean like okay a little menu kind of action there a little yeah. you know put some uh, control in myself yeah that's, that's a good cast member that's a great way to start a trip yeah it was it was awesome i was shocked when i did that i was like well i guess i'll try to do that every time you know <laughs> yeah, no kidding. but i it was cool because the room that i picked i didn't even know what i was picking when i picked it i was like sure let's open let's do it <laughs> And Don't tell me it was like the two-bedroom executive room. suite. <laughs> yeah, 
it was a quarter room that had like two windows and since we were at the cabanas it was right by the little beach area so like when we looked out it was like we were like right on the beach uh and it was actually right around the corner from the the bus stop and it was really neat it was like the perfect room uh with best view it was it was really neat i was i was impressed by uh by the view of the room and where it was located and we kind of got lucky that time. <laughs> I know exactly where you're talking about because Cabanas. So here, here's a blast from the past. I don't know if you know this, Josh, but back before they built the tower. Okay, so this was, I mean, they built, they started building the tower. What, Scott, would you say five, six years ago, maybe? Yeah, like 2018, maybe. Took, yeah, 2017. Three or four years to build it. So in the Cabanas, they had the best kept secret. One of the best kept secrets at Walt Disney World. They had this this room category you could book which was called like business class or something. It was in the cabana section right near where you're exactly describing. They knocked out like one or two of the buildings where the tower sits now, but it's, it was close to where you're, you're mentioning. There was this little, it was like a concierge lounge. You could go in there and they had these awesome chocolate chip cookies. They had drinks, they had fruits, they had little cereals. It was like a little club level, but it was only like 15 or $20 more a night. It was a steal. I, I, 10 times oh yeah 10 times more at least twice as much more in food every day every day on that but it's gone yeah absolutely i miss that so much so did you guys partake in any like um did you do any dining over at coronado or anything like that um so we we didn't like three bridges i i, I actually ate there um when i went back in february of last year um but we um we really didn't do a whole lot of dining there um, we went during uh, Christmas time, so we did like the Christmas, very merry Christmas, and we only went for like five days, so we like spent all of our time in the parks and did about everything we could do. So we didn't have a whole lot of time to actually dine in the uh, in the facility too much. I still have not been to Three Bridges. I seen it. I still have. Have you, Scott? Yeah, I've been there. It's a good spot. I haven't. I did, it is. It's a great yeah. spot. When I went in February last year. It was, it's, you sit right on the water and the food is amazing. It's a great view. It's, it's really relaxing, really. I mean, it's a, yeah. it, it was a nice and spot it's, and it's not hard to get into really either. I mean, you might have about a 30 to 45 minute wait, but it's uh, not too hard to get into. And it's huge too. So like my first time I thought it was going to be like the size of Geyser Point. I don't know. That's why, what I kept carrying, comparing it to. And it was like, like three or four times bigger than Geyser Point. It's huge. It doesn't look that big. I know. That's what I thought, too. But then I get up there <laughs> and there's like tons of tables. Or or maybe like, I don't know, maybe I had too much fun that night and maybe it's really not as big as I thought. But. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, where were the other highlights really from the trip? So you were down over Christmas, though. So Animal Kingdom, Yak and Yeti. Right. Uh, that was amazing. Was so, it the, the table service, Yak and Yeti? Because I know they had like a counter service and a table service. Yeah, the table service over in uh, Animal Kingdom was really good. We were actually that was actually probably one of our favorite uh, dining spots that we had all week was Yak and Yeti. Awesome. Yeah, I haven't been there in years, but that is one of my. That's a good. That's a good pick. That is a. I've had. I've been there twice and just had really good meals both times. Uh, we we were debating. We went to Animal Kingdom and and we were trying to figure out where we were going to eat and. Uh, when before we went to on our trip and and I just saw everyone talking about Yaki Yeti and I was looking through the menu and I was like, I feel it looks 
pretty good and decent. So we went ahead and tried it, and yeah, it was really good. I got like some kind of like barbecue beef, and um, it was amazing. And it was also cool. I went the week of my birthday, and every place we ate at, they always would bring out a cupcake for me. Um, <laughs> there you go. It was great. But also, it was like at the end of my meal, and I was like, I'm too full to eat this. So I'm like, I felt bad if I didn't eat it. So I'm like, just taking a few bites out of it just to just to be like, I ate it. <laughs> I, my wife and I still joke about a trip. This was one of the one of the trips when we were on the Disney dining plan back in the day where you got dessert with every meal. So this was a long time ago. But we were down over the summer, and it was our anniversary over the summer. And so you would get a dessert with your meal. So we'd have a dessert. And then every meal, they would come out and be like, oh, because I put our anniversary on all the ADRs. So they'd come out with another cupcake. I'm like, I just ate like an appetizer, an entree. Uh, You know, I ordered a dessert, and now you're going to bring me a cupcake. (laughs) Like, I can't, you know. And you're trying to, you're right, Josh, like, you're trying to be polite, right? You take a couple bites because, like, the server's there. I'm like, this thing's going to kill me. Like, I'm going to die by cupcakes right. by Friday. You just, like, cut it up a little bit and exactly. put a little piece on everyone's plate yeah. where it looks like you actually ate exactly. it, but you really kind of, didn't. Yeah, you're just kind of, like, spreading it out so it looks right. like you did. Yeah, exactly. something. Yeah, totally. Exactly. I'm like, I got to walk through the park after this. I was like, I'm going to be rolling out exactly. again. Exactly, exactly. You're like, oh, man, what a way to go, though. <laughs> right. Oh, mercy. Another place we went was uh, Chef Nikki's uh, for breakfast, and that was really neat as well. I, uh, I hadn't been there. I mean, it's the food. Okay. But I mean, the just experience of having the characters walk around, it was a lot of fun. And we actually went on the day of my birthday. And, uh, so that was really cool. It was uh, cool to just kind of be kind of closer to the characters than you get in the park. So. Yep. And that, you know what, that speaking, that's so funny that you mentioned chef Mickey's that's where the crime happened. The very last time was that was what the one put me over. Was it chef Mickey's? They brought, cause we had eaten at chef Mickey's and we'd done the buffet and they brought out a cupcake that day. And I was like, this was like the, this is our last meal of the week. And I was like, I cannot believe I cannot do another cupcake, but I have a picture of it. Like I'll have to find that picture and put it on Instagram. Cause you can just see in my face, like I'm smiling. I think we're with the server. And like we have our little buttons on that says we're celebrating our anniversary. And I'm just like, oh, I do not want to eat that cupcake. I can't. <laughs> so one yeah. other tip, though, about, about Chef Mickey's, I'll just throw this in there for our listeners that maybe you've never been to Chef Mickey's. When you finish Chef Mickey's, because you're probably stuffed every time you go there, go out in the back of the contemporary, not in the front, like towards Seven Seas Lagoon, go in the back towards the pool and take a picture with, there's a Mickey silhouette. It's a kind of stainless steel Mickey. It's a great photo opportunity, you know, with, with whoever you're traveling with. It's a great spot. Scott, you've done pictures there, right? I mean, we always Oh, yeah, we've done plenty of pictures there. Uh, I think we've done some progression growth charts even with that with Emily. Um, yeah, the back of the contemporary is like a really cool spot to just hang out, um, you know, if you have the time. But, yeah, definitely try to do that photo op. Yep, I just want to throw that in there. So any other highlights, Josh, from your trip? Yeah. Uh, well, also, it was cool when we went to Chef Mickey's, our, our waitress, uh, she started sharing a story. That that day was her 50th anniversary with the Walt Disney Company. Oh, sweet. And it was awesome because it was like just a month after the 50th anniversary. Wow. And they uh, she was amazing. She was so nice. And she was, she was shaking a little bit. And that's why she got kind of got the story started because she apologized because she's like, they just celebrated me. They brought out this huge cake and they gave me, they said it was like a, she showed us a picture of it. It was like a Snow White and a Seven Dwarfs like statue. It was like huge um, that they gave her for her 50th anniversary of being with the company. And then she said that her husband works at Animal Kingdom 
and it was his 48th year, I believe is what she wow. said. And so he'll be celebrating his 50th year coming up. And it was a really cool just moment, you know, with the cast member um, and her story. And it just happened to be that day. That was her 50th anniversary. So it was really cool. 98 years of service at Walt Disney World between that couple. Can you imagine the stories they have when they have dinner? I mean, could you, because like, you know, my wife, like I work from home now, so my stories are pretty boring. You know, I mean, I get emails and stuff, but they're not as good as when I used to teach. And when you're a teacher, you know, you're a nurse, like you probably have awesome stories. I'm just saying every day, like you, I guarantee you, because I just know people that are on the front lines awesome stories, hard jobs, awesome stories. But I'm always like, when we go to dinner, I'm like, Pam, what happened today? And then I'm like, I shouldn't have asked because they're crazy and they're long. But uh, yeah, it's one of those things. Can you imagine the stuff they've seen? Like, oh my gosh. Like, I mean, just to see Walt Disney, you know, Walt Disney World in 71 when it was just the Magic Kingdom and a couple of resorts. I mean, they have, they've heard the rumors of, oh, there's going to be this part called Epcot. I mean, can you, like, that was like so far off and it right. happened. And I mean, everything else has come since then. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was great. And 25 of those years, she told us she had actually been at the contemporary for 25 oh, years. And then literally the 25 years before that she was in, uh, she was at magic kingdom. She said she started out when she was 16, I believe wow. at magic kingdom. So it was, it was really cool to hear her story. That's awesome. That is. And that's the kind of stuff that, I mean, we talk about reasons we go back to Walt Disney World, but encountering cast members like that, that are, they're, they're walking history. I mean, they are. I mean, you can, you know, they, they're carrying on the legacy of what Walt brought to Florida, you know, and that's, you know, because they, I mean, they obviously didn't meet Walt, but they have, they have a very close connection to that initial dream you know where cat there's nothing against cast members that start today in 2022 but you don't have that same legacy of being there from 71 on that's just uh you know one of those things i just again it's really hard because when i was a teacher i know like if it was a young teacher starting today and i was still teaching they probably wouldn't want to listen to me they'd be like that dude he's crazy he does things the wrong way he does them the old way but I hope that kind of the new <laughs> cast members do kind of glean from folks like that and just maybe take in a couple of the stories. Maybe, you know, maybe you think half the stories are crazy. Maybe they are. But I mean, you know, take in some of that pride and tradition that they have. Yeah, absolutely. It was, I mean, it was really cool because I mean, just thinking that she has seen it from the start and now all the way to the 50th anniversary. I mean, just how much Disney World has changed in 50 years. I mean, she's seen it all. She's been with it, through it all. And it was really cool just to, her and she shared stories as well throughout the time and it was really cool i mean just kind of get a glimpse of the history of disney from somebody who's actually been there and experienced it and it makes me happy that they honored her in that way like with a with a you know memento a statue uh you know some kind of thing like that and uh you know a cake or you know whatever kind of a recognition and that she was that she was moved by it so that meant something to her that i mean that's that's oh, kind yeah. of, you know, that, that's the literal icing on the cake right there that she got to uh you know have that recognition yeah, absolutely. I was I was thrilled to hear that Disney did that for her. That makes me happy. That's why I like having this show, so we can get that out there to everybody and hopefully put a smile on people's faces if listen here on a Thursday on the feed. That's what it's all about. Well, Josh, hey, yeah, I, I appreciate you calling in, and don't be a stranger. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday night. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. All right. You have a good week, and thanks for being out there. We really appreciate it because I know it's a, it's a tough time to be on the front line, so uh, thanks for taking care of us. Thanks. My pleasure. Have a happy Easter. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Have a good night. All right. Bye-bye.
All right, four. It's it's great. Can you imagine? I can't even imagine working anywhere for fifty years. Like I know that's a long years, time. We we met. I think her name was like Irlene, or she works at the Contemporary. We saw her. We took a photo actually with her at the Contemporary the day before the fiftieth. Um, she was working the um, like Buena Vista, whatever that gift shop is um, at the Contemporary there. I call and, it. Um, it was just awesome. Yeah, she had like her fiftieth uh, name tag and everything it was awesome. It is like just the story. I just, you know, when you think about it, I mean, just think like, like Riverside, French Quarter, DVC. I mean, all that stuff yeah. was just like, oh, that's a crazy idea. Like that was, I mean, that, I was, know. that was so, I know. and then, you know, it's been around forever. Oh my gosh. Okay. 407-413-9395. 407-413-9395. We have about eight minutes left in the show here. So if you want to jump in with us, uh, please do. We'd love talking with you here on the BOGP open line, but uh, Scott, so we have marathon weekend uh, registration happening Tuesday. As you're listening to the show on the feed, hopefully you are registered for all the races that you wish for January. Um, but we were kind of talking right before uh, Josh called in and gave us those awesome stories and got me excited about Coronado Springs. We're all being a couple weeks for a couple nights. Um, the sign up though, if you are a runner who's done the run Disney thing and you're kind of on the fence, that's what happened to me. Like I got caught up in the excitement of it. You see everybody, you get in the queue, you all send your credit cards in and you're done. Um, marathon weekend though, special beast. You're registering for that, right? You're doing dopey again. I hope. Right. Yeah, I think I am. Um, why not? Right. Why, why not? not do it? Come on. That'd be my fifth dopey. It'd be, it's the 10th anniversary of the, of dopey 30th of the full. So, and the, the theme they teased looks spectacular. So I feel Say like I kind of bell have. baby. I know it's so, it's so nineties. Uh, I, I do like it. It's uh taco bell kind of in the nineties. Yeah, I, like love, I love the theme. So like, I just don't know about Emily. So this is weird. Like, and I don't know from your background, Mike, do you think as a teacher in that old profession, I know you haven't been in a while, like, shouldn't we know what the winter break schedule is for next year? Or is it too early to know that? You should, but here's the thing like post COVID, I don't know. Like back know, in the day, yeah. the schedules were more concrete. I think now with, you know, AMI days and I think things are more fluid and plus with staffing, I think staffing is a lot harder now too, where, but the thing is, so marathon weekend, we could talk about that real quick. Now this year it butts up against new years. Like, yeah. So that's that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So Christmas is a Sunday. So in my opinion, like my daughter's winter break should start the 26th or start the day after. Because it seems like the 17th would be so early for winter break to start. You but know? it's going to start before Christmas, I would imagine. So I can't one imagine. One year it didn't. Wait, wait, one year wait. it didn't. I got so a calendar. We on. came down for marathon week and she didn't miss a single day of school. So I would love to know this by Monday because I would like to register for her, <laughs> register her for a race if I know she's going to be on winter break. But I don't know if she's going to be on winter break. Okay, so you know what I mean. Calendar here. So Christmas in. So this Christmas will be. Yeah, you said. So it's on a Sunday, yeah. the twenty fifth of December. So Christmas Eve is on a Saturday. So to me, it means like twenty. The twenty third would be the You're last right. day. Of the twenty sixth probably should be the first day of Christmas break. This and year. if it is, they get two. They get two weeks. So Emily would have marathon weekend off from school. So here's, my thought would be like, we I just would, go down. Yeah. My thought would be we go down the 26th, we stay for two weeks. <laughs> I would guess though. Okay. Here's again, I've been in education, but this is just what I'm guessing. They will be off the 23rd because there's always like a day off before Christmas Eve. I would guess most districts will be off the 23rd, but then that makes it really funky because are you going to go back 
So let's see, New Year's Day is on the second. That's Mallory's birthday, by the way. Yeah. So then you're gonna. So then everybody's. Well, gonna New be Year's off is on, yeah. New so Year's the, is a Sunday. Yep. And so. Oh wait, no. Yeah, right. It's yeah. a Sunday. Yeah. So, so New do Year's you start Day school back on the second? Like no, that because seems that's way too early. That, no, because then since New Year's Day is on a Sunday, then the the holiday that everybody's off will be Monday because you get the day after like a bank right. holiday. Yeah. So then everybody would go back on the third, which is terrible because. If you're going down for marathon weekend, you're probably going to check in on the fourth. Yeah. So you may as well just have that whole week off and be down there for New Year's. Like I'm going to go, like I'm probably going to get my hotel from the fourth, which is Wednesday to the ninth, which is the Monday. That, I mean, that's usually what I do. See, I'm looking Monday. to get mine on the 26th and staying for two weeks. If I know, if I knew that Emily's winter break was going to be that time frame. Well, see, would, that's a good opportunity, right? I mean, because we did, and we did that a yeah. few years ago. Well, so, but that's know. what I'm saying. This is the same scenario that happened a few years ago where I remember we stayed at the beach club for like 10 nights because we're, we're down there for Thanksgiving and not Thanksgiving. Well, that'd be a long trip, Mike. Oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> you're, like, dude, you're just moving at that point. Yeah. That's like COVID yeah. when you went down there to work forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's tough. So, I mean, it's fine if, if the if the winter schedule, winter break schedule doesn't come out for another month or whatever. That's fine for planning, but it stinks for regist- registering for for the race. Like, I don't know what – I probably won't register Emily for anything, but we may be down there, you know, because of winter break. So, tough call. And the thing is, Emily probably wants to do singular half marathon, right, which is probably the mo- – right. besides the 10K, probably the most likely to sell out quickly. Exactly. I know. Stinks. So there could always be the charity option, right? Yeah, yeah that's true. You know, but, um, or do I just like, or do I just sacrifice that cost, right? Do I just register I for that? Like, it's like an then, insurance policy. Yeah. It's, it is like an insurance policy. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, and, right. and that's what I did. And, and actually, um, Katie mentioned this earlier. Like I registered for the New York city marathon, knowing I had a slim, I've always heard you have less than a 10% chance of getting in your first time. It's like a lottery. But I did register for that. And it's the same weekend as the wine and dine. And I did both. And I knew they were non-refundable. And so if I would have gotten in New York City, I was going to have to just eat wine and dine, which now it worked out. So I was I was wanting New York yeah. City. But, you know, this way I'm not out any money. But, okay, so Marsha's in Michigan. She says her school does yeah. not have the calendar right. yet. And I read about, like, splitting a week. So, like, historically – in Michigan, we have never split a week for, for a break, like a spring break or a winter break. So it, it's going to start on a, on a Monday. So it's either going to start on that 26th or it's going to start on the, what is it? The 19th. So I'm very curious what the district's going to decide. Yeah. Wade just says sign her up. So there you go. Wade has spoken <laughs> again. Wait, wait, only, wait, only pops in with comments Dude. every once in a while. And they're powerful. I'm just saying. Yeah. They're powerful. And there's me spending more money and going, <laughs> having extra, extra trips. So I see what Wade's trying to do. Yes. He just wants us to hang out with Hugh I know. even long, even I, more, which hey, I'm all for. We I'm all, all got to be there. Like I want to hang yeah. with Wade and Hugh yeah. and you mm-hmm. and Emily and everybody. And Shelly and everyone. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Hey, we'll meet in Mexico. That's what we do anyway. <laughs> so good luck to everybody registering on Tuesday. If you're listening on Thursday, I hope you got everything you're looking for. And remember Scott mentioned a great point. If you didn't get in and the thing is knock on wood last year, a lot of the distances were open for, a long time after the day. So let's hope that's the case this year. I don't know that that it will be the case. I'm not saying it will be, but it could be, but if not, there are charity routes to go and it's kind of a win-win. You do have to fundraise, but the charity comes out ahead. You get to do your races. So, you know, it's not, it, you know, if you don't get in, don't, don't think uh, all bets are off. You can still probably run your races. 
Because you've done that many times, right? Yep, I sure have. I just did it for sprint time. But I will say, that time we did that where we went down for Christmas and New Year's and then Marathon Weekend for Dopey, dude, you are, you talk about dog tired. Because it's, again, it's at the end. It's at the end of like, because, I mean, obviously New Year's Eve, you're staying up like way, I mean, you're staying up late. You're like, I mean, it's a hard. But that one year, like, it was so wet and cold and rainy. like. Like all we did was hang out at the beach club. We never that just true. we just hung in out in, indoors all the time. That is true. I, I think remember we recorded that, yeah. a podcast even from one of the we villas. Did. We did. We did. <laughs> we recorded a podcast. So like we brought all the gear. We did one in the boardwalk villas. And I remember we spent seventy five percent of the trip in the uh, community room at the beach club villas. I think yeah. doing arts and crafts. So this is interesting. Like every, I, I'm I'm kind of glad I brought that up. So some people have their breaks already figured out. Justin's saying there starts on the twenty sixth. Some are saying in Michigan they do split weeks too. It's it's kind of fascinating how like different every district is, right? Even in within the same state. Supers get on it. People need to know we got to sign yeah. up for races. Dude, I, I I might email the super <laughs> tonight. <laughs> I know his email. I know his name. I know where actually. I know where he lives. So. <laughs> yeah, just swing by his house. I'm sure he doesn't yeah. care on a Sunday night. Just uh, hey, he lives up? next to uh, Elizabeth's aunt, so I'll just swing by there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'd appreciate you knocking on his door tonight. I know. Race. When's winter break? I need to know if we we'll run <laughs> exactly. Disney registration. This stuff's expensive, man. I gotta know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway all right we're gonna jump out of here but again we'll be back again next sunday night seven o'clock eastern six o'clock central the week after we'll be taking off because i will be down at walt disney world for cheer we're gonna try to hit zero and win a national championship down there with the platinum athletics crew but uh next week we are gonna be here and i hope you will be too it's gonna be you me and scotty g we love these live calling shows thanks to everybody who called in hope we got greg some answers out there at the national weather service and uh, we're going to jump out of here. So, again, support us over at the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Disney vacation. If you are a Disney Plus subscriber and you're headed down this summer or early fall, we can save you some money right there for just streaming some awesome Disney content. We also book Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland, uh, Adventures by Disney, Universal, whatever you need. We'll take care of you over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons who support all of our shows once a month, and our patrons get Mike in the Midwest. It's a bonus show every week. Come on over to patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give this guy a follow on the social media. He's at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T, on Instagram and Twitter. You can talk to him every day over there. Also follow him at Palm Trees of Disney for some relaxing pictures. I just posted a Palm Trees of Disney Disneyland photo, Mike. (laughs) Just for you. Hitting me hard, dude. July 2nd. I cannot wait. July 2nd. I'm almost there. Uh, So also, I'm at Mike. So give me a follow on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe to the show on Facebook and YouTube. And if you don't mind, if you have not lately, please drop by Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and a review. We'd really appreciate that. And thank you very much to everybody who has done that so far. All right, we're going to jump out of here. And of course, we're going to be back again this week. Monday, we got a trip report. Wednesday, listener questions. Friday, roundtable discussion with Pam and Ricky. But uh, until then, we hope that you're having a great time wherever you are. You're having a great day. So for Scott, I'm Mike, wishing you a very happy Sunday night or Thursday on the feed. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.